Welcome to the Martial Arts Business Podcast, helping martial arts club owners grow, develop and scale their schools with marketing, retention, systems, staff, branding, social media and much more, giving you the tools and skills to become a black belt in business. Here's your host, three times world martial arts champion, award-winning school owner, successful business coach and number one best-selling author, Gordon Burcham. Hi, Gordon Bertram here. Hello. Check on the mic. You can hear everything. Yep. Yeah, okay, cool. Sounds great. Awesome. So, uh, we've, we've, almost, we've known each other now, mate, for uh, just over a year. Yeah. Just over a year. I know. How much that? <laughs> it is pretty crazy. I still feel, like, in myself, I still feel like it's like February, March. It's August. Yes. And the reason I say that is because we were obviously together in San Diego uh, yeah. a few months ago. Yeah. Yeah. How epic was that? I mean, that was just unbelievable. And I'm, I'm, and to see you go on your own journey, by the way, was just phenomenal to see. Like, amazing. I've seen some changes in you and some amazing things. And I learned a lot from you on that holiday, by the way, on that trip, should I say. I could see see where you're at. And you made me take a little look at myself as well. Yeah, you the same for me, because I think, like, the best way for me to, to kind of explain that experience was... Um, I don't know about you, but sometimes it feels like when you're an entrepreneur and when you when you're doing everything that you can to build and to bring in new ideas and to create, when you're in a small town like I am, um, where you perhaps don't get much of that interaction or stimulation from others in the same sort of way, yeah. as soon as you took me and plopped me in this place where everyone sort of was about the same sort of thing, I just lit up. Yes. Yeah. I literally just lit up and connected with like this force that I didn't know I had, this spiritual side that I did not expect to get from going to a business event. It was um, really special to see. And I think what what was interesting for you was, and I, I like to share this, is that I don't know, I think you went into one, one, um, one actual uh, uh, talk, a speech, and that was for about 10 minutes and you were gone and you were out again on your own mission, on the Tommy mission, weren't you? Do you remember that? Yeah, come on, mate. Be fair. It wasn't one, it was two. Yeah, oh, was it two? I can't remember now. But I know it was really, really like you were just in and out. And oh, yeah, it was two because we did the last bit, didn't we? I remember yeah. <laughs> that was a good, that was interesting. It was. We were there for four. Like four. The event was on for four days, and I, I did attend talks on two of the days. Okay. Uh, on the other two days, I was at the event, but just sort of um, networking, interacting. With people i met a videographer we ended up recording a video that's had like over forty thousand views on facebook and just like made a real difference to people and i think like without without following my nose and and going with the flow i wouldn't have hit those opportunities and i've actually created relationships with people that i still speak to now wow how amazing there's still, there's still work to be done between us you know and, yeah, yeah. in the future so you know, i'm grateful for that but but yeah like what, what's been going on for you since then because i haven't seen you much since then yes uh, because yeah. uh, we're part of a, a group together and I, I've not been attending the group sessions recently sure. because um, of travel and having like other commitments. So what's been going on, mate? Yeah, I, I have a lot, really. A bit of a transition, I mean, a bit of growth, a bit of, yeah, lot, lots, really. I mean, I think when we were when we were at um, the event in San Diego, I bought, uh, the, the book launched, so I launched my book, didn't I, at the event, so it went live to the world at the event and um and that was uh, pretty special um to see that going live and i mean that's done really 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 well 
I'm really, really pleased with that. Um, then did the audio recording of the book as well, um, which was um, an experience in itself. Uh, and that's gone really, really well. Really enjoyed that. And just been really, um, really growing the side of what I love doing, which is really helping people. You know, I think when I first started the journey of um, uh, being a coach and a mentor and a trainer, um, I think I've always been that person. I've always been a giver. Um, but you started to start. And when I first started, I remember starting it on a, and all I did, I just gave like everything that I've got, like everything I get, I just gave for like, for, I didn't expect anything back in return. I just wanted to give. And and that's, you know, and I kind of, then you go on, you want to build your business. And then I kind of went around and went, you know what, I'm just going to keep giving because that's what I love doing. So that's where I've been over the last few months, just giving what I can as much as I can up in my content, up in what I, where I feel I can deliver the most value. And um, it's been an, an amazing ride over the last, you know, six months. It's been very life-changing, learned a lot about language. And I learned a lot of that from watching and listening to you actually in San Diego. I really, really did. I think that was amazing to see the, the language that you use. And one thing that stuck out to me when you were there is when you talked about you don't need to get anything and I love that. And I thought, you know what? You're so right. You don't need to get anything. Stop trying to stop. You didn't actually say that to me. But what you were saying was you don't need to keep getting anything. You actually just get. And, and that was where the give. And that, that definitely resonates with me. I think that's why we connect so well. It's like, you know, what are you going to give? And just give everything that you've got um, to, to humans, whether that's walking, past, like going into a shop and saying, Hi, how you doing? And making them smile or lifting their mood or just having a smile on their face when they've had a thousand customers through who can't can't smile because they're just stuck in their phones. So every day I want to go out on a mission to make to, to light up someone's life, whatever way that is, whether it's a, a Facebook message or, a you know, a, a visit to a shop or wherever it is to hopefully um, just lighten their day because I see the world as a. You know, and then we learned a lot about that in San Diego, didn't we? You know, a lot of people they're lost. You know, they're lost in their own minds. They're lost in their own space. They, they're absolutely. You know, I call them the Walking Dead now. A lot of people. It's such a shame to see, because there's so much more in them. So I think I've been on a a big mission to stretch out um uh where I want to get to in in life and how many people I want to serve, how many people I want to connect with and help. I think that's been one of my big missions, but not just in business, just in life, really. And I think I've probably over the last six months, I've really started coming into my own again. You have these little cycles, had some deep personal coaching, broke down some barriers again, had that. And that was quite good and allowed me to really realize, uh, you know, I had, I had some little hindering things on competition going on in my head. I think I was down to martial arts and, um, you know, I've let go of that now. And not looked at, you know, I don't need to be competitive with anything or see anything as comp- a competition. It's not about that. It's just about giving and serving. So, yeah, it's been. I love that because this thing, I think you, it's there for us to realize and experience on the journey as entrepreneurs. But I think to actually really believe it is another thing. You know, it's like the, the um, collaboration is so much more powerful than the competition. Love that. Like yeah. you said, there's so many people out there that, that need help and need inspiration, need guidance. That um, there's plenty, plenty of people to um, to help. You know, so why 
go divert your focus and attention onto someone else who's trying to also do the same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Shooting yourself in the foot for your, your greater purpose, isn't it? I agree, and I, I think you're so right there. And I think where, you know, I think sometimes we forget how big this world is. Like, there's seven point whatever billion people on the planet and in your own town and centre. I mean, we're, we're such a tiny speck, aren't we? Even in, Even on this earth. And I think there's so much um, out there to share. And uh, I think sometimes we have this scarcity mindset or can do, not everyone, but people have this scare. There's not going to be enough for me. There's not enough. There's not this abundant mindset. And what I learned from the coaching that I had was, you know, um, you know, I, although I knew it here, I knew it in, in my the front of my head in a subconscious level. I had a scarcity because I grew up in a you know, a very scarce world when I was younger, you know, my, my, my childhood first um, uh, thoughts it was, was being in a pram and I was two years of age and I remember it like it was yesterday, the rain's beating down on my pram and, and, and I'm in this old pram and it was old and like, like, you know, second hand and my mum was delivering a newspaper to earn money, you know, so that was my first, you know, recollection of life. So you can see where the scarcity came in and that, that's what, I held on to for such a long time was, you know, there's not enough, you know, and I held on to that from, from a young, very young age. And I run that through my life and I realized there's just enough for us. There's, there's too much. That's what I think now is like, there's too much for us. We're actually, you know, you know, if we take, for instance, I teach martial arts, you know, you have martial artists think that they're in competition with the guy down the road who does martial arts. And I teach them like, you know what? There's not enough of us to serve. There's not enough. There's too many people. There's too many, you know. And I and I, and I've realised that more and more actually. And you know, I've let that 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 stuff go and and look at the appreciation and celebrate people even more. I've always celebrated people in in a conscious way, in a way where you go, absolutely. I love seeing people successful. I love going around to their house. They've got a nice house, or they've they've built something for themselves, or a car, or or they've just built a business or a life for themselves with their family. I just love seeing that. But on an unconscious level. I hadn't let it go. I thought yeah. that there was this scarcity, uh, and and, and this no, we've got too much for us in this world. We've, we're, we're born with so much scope for growth and abundance. It's unbelievable. So yeah. yeah. I love that. I, you know something you're saying there about um, about martial arts and about how you had that comp the competitive personality in you mm. was perhaps. Um, enhanced by the theater of martial arts and i think that's really quite interesting because i recently had a bit of a revelation that the reason i started martial arts my my adult martial art journey was through fear yeah i started because i was scared of getting beaten up and i think when you start martial arts whatever that motivation is it most likely will be something about not being strong enough or hard enough or not being able to defend yourself or your family. So there is that little bit of fear. Yeah. It's almost like it amplifies that, turns it into something different, but never really shifts. And I think the thing yeah. that I really had to figure <laughs> out was I'd started martial arts, which I attribute so much of my mindset to, and I think has created such a, a strong clarity in my mind. Yeah. But also um, it was it was fear that got me there in the first place and I hadn't pulled myself out of that yet. Yes. Because when I look at the behaviour patterns with like competitions and stuff like that, it was always, I always like was terrified yeah. about competing. Yeah. Um, I never really enjoyed competing. I just did it because I wanted to test myself. But like 
recently I've had to transcend that martial arts isn't something to know so that people will think, oh, don't mess with him, he's hard. Yeah. But instead, it's a way of life that, that is about growth from the inside out. Absolutely. Um, what, what do you reckon? Because like, I know it seems like this thing, but I've only recently just come to this. Well, I think, I think when you've done martial arts, I think you're absolutely bang on. I mean, I get the privilege of speaking to hundreds, if not thousands of martial arts schools in, directly and indirectly. And it's fascinating for me to see and speak to so many martial artists who still live in fear. Like in my book, I talk about the fear. It's amazing to see because they they still hold that fear. You know, they're strong on the outside, but they again, the unconscious, they've not let it go. And, and I try and work this transition. And I say to them, like whether it's martial arts, life or business, it's all one. And actually, I believe martial arts and life are parallel. Like when you do martial arts, you're taught it's you against an opponent, the challenge or whatever that is. It could be the challenge of the person in front of you. That's martial arts. Well, the person in front of you is the challenge of life, isn't it? And what happens is martial artists can go on a dojo and be the person, the martial artist in the dojo. And then when they walk away, they, they create this shy or this, you know, uh, you know, unconfident being outside of the dojo. And they don't believe they can build a business. They don't believe, believe they can build a life. They're quite negative, some martial artists. I'm not being, not all of them, but a lot of them, they have a negative uh, slate on life, on people, experience, but they go into the dojo and then this different person. But what they've realised, lots of martial artists haven't made that transition realise that actually they've just got to be what they are in the dojo in life because life and martial arts are the same and they can be successful in everything else you know I know so many martial artists that are not absolutely they're, they're successful in the martial arts for in their own little world but actually when they step outside they're living a negative world and they've not made that transition. You have, Tommy. Absolutely. But there's many that don't. There's many that sit there and they kind of, they're lost. But they don't need to be lost because they already know what it takes to become a black belt in martial arts. They just need to become a black belt in life, a black belt in business, a black belt in everything else. They know the traits and they make great business people. They make great people in life once they can make and realize they could, they've just got to just mirror what they're already doing. And I just don't think they see it as a parallel sort of a parallel unit, a parallel to what they're already doing. And I believe martial arts is life, like you say, and life is martial arts. Once you've been and stepped on that journey, it's a fascinating journey. Yeah, it's cool. Like you mentioned your book, which would obviously help martial arts business owners. So my book, I've just it's pretty much finished now, and uh, will be coming out soon. Plug for the book there. Yeah, and what's it called? I can't tell you that. Much. Okay, I'm excited. I want to know now. We reveal, but um, the reason I bring it up is because uh, not just for a shameless plug, but also because um, I've recently the, the, the chapter I've just finished. I actually mentioned martial arts, and it was all about responding rather than reacting to things. And the analogy that I used was from in martial arts when you're fighting and someone punches you in the face, your initial reaction is a uh, is an emotionally fueled like. I just want to hit them back reaction. Sure. And that puts you in a worse position because yep. you throw your balance off, yep. you lose your shape, you lose your composure, yep. you end up losing. Yep. Um, whereas what you've got to do is you've got to be able to take the hit and you need to be able to respond, learn from it and make a move quick. Absolutely. Uh, in order to better your position and responding, yep. responding is so much um, better than reacting. Now, what, what do you do? Because I know like we've known each other just over a year. We, we're close on in the business journey together. Um, when things don't go to plan, 
um, which happens, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. What, what's your like, what's your kryptonite? Um, I, I want to touch on what you've just said there, and I think I would like to add to it because I think you're absolutely bang on as always, Tommy. And I, and 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 I see it as as responsibility. So you look at be, uh, responsibility, and it's it's actually the other way around. It's your ability to respond. So we've got to take responsibility, but when people understand that, actually taking responsibility is your ability to respond in any situation, whatever that is. And that's what we're all on a journey. So how do we respond? Have I got the ability to respond to that in the right way? So that's what I see as be, and that's how you take ultimate responsibility for where you're at. Because I think we're, you know, we are, we can be, and I am very, very reactive. I'm from a very reactive environment. My mom is very, very reactive. So um, what I've learned is when things don't go to plan and what they are, um, I, I take a, a big deep breath, as you would in martial arts, and I, I have to kind of go into myself. Now, I used to go quite deep into my mind. Now, what I look at is all the great things that I have already. So I like to step back and immediately say, what do I have that's amazing in my life? You know, and I look at all the great things I have, all of my family, my, my, my kids, I look at all the clients that I've got, past and present, all of my students, all the people, and I just look at and try and think about all the great things I already have, rather than concentrate on the negative, or what I perceive as a negative, because everything that happens in our lives is designed that way perfectly for us. It's there to help us, it's there to absolutely, I believe, um, to give us a jolt when we need it, to say, hold on a minute, you're going, you know, you're getting above your station or hold on a minute, that's not the right direction for you. And it's there to absolutely jolt you and we should look at it as a gift. So when things are not what we perceive as going right, they are absolutely going right for us at that point. And I think once you understand that, we, under, we understand that um, as a human being, um, we can then start to absolutely relax more and not react as well as as much as we do and realize it's there to serve us and and that's our ability to respond i think you know as martial artists you're so right you know someone hits you you just want to go back at them and give it them but actually i teach um i teach this to kids and uh, about uh, how to resolve conflict and i say that every single conflict you have in your life is down to you and they're like, no, but it's their process. No, no, it's down to you because there can only for a conflict to occur can only be two people. You can't, you know, if there's one person, you know, so I teach the kids all the time. If your mom, if someone says your mum's fat and ugly and you say, no, she's not. Now you've got a conflict. But if you say, yeah, I know. Now there's no conflict because you're in agreement with them. And it's that ability to be able to do that that can uh, allow you to decipher the reaction, which is sometimes no, it's not. And that, that doesn't serve you because actually you're creating the conflict you're creating the problems and i, I really believe in the, the inner power of ourselves if that we we control we're actually creating designing everything in our lives the good the bad whatever that is so if that's the case we can we can control it we can actually control it we can con control the um it outwardly and inwardly i think it's really important um, it's cool like how martial arts as well puts you under pressure yeah because it's all about learning and then putting your skills to the test, whether yeah. it be grading or whether it be fighting in a competition or a sparring. And I think it's key to, because a lot of people will be listening to this and, and you know, on our, on our respected channels and they'll be thinking, okay, well, I get it. You know, you've got to be able to take responsibility. You've got to think about things and, and take ownership and you need to like avoid the conflict. But it's also important to realize that it doesn't always happen. Um, and pressure 
changes the game because that's when it's real. And I guess using a martial arts analogy, it's the difference between doing like light contact sparring, wearing heavy pads, to going in and doing like MMA in a cage. Like there's, there's still you're still getting punched and kicked, but it's yeah. a different different world, right? Yeah, absolutely. And who you are on pressure is is who you are, I believe. So yeah. being in that pressure situation allows you, even even when things are really crap. It allows you an opportunity to prove to yourself what yeah. you're made of. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I think you really do find yourself, don't you? When when you're under pressure, you know who you absolutely are. You know, I think um, you know, that's where you grow, isn't it? It's easy when these things are easy. Come on, every everyone's that's nice. Everyone wants to be comfortable, don't they? Everyone wants to stay in their comfort zone. Isn't that why most people don't grow in this world? You know, I'm, I, you know, but you to put yourself under pressure and not put yourself under pressure, but to challenge yourself is absolutely important in life because that's how we grow. I mean, I know uh, Tommy, you've been on uh, lots of journeys. I mean, I know myself. I absolutely grow for every challenge. I become a stronger person, a stronger man, a wiser person. I don't know how that is for you. But I think, you know, I want to be challenged all the time. I want to, but I, but I want to embrace the challenge. You know, many people don't want it. They want to throw it away. They don't want to, they want it easy. But actually life is a challenge. It's there for a reason to help us grow and become the person that we're born to be. And, um, you know, I think if we, we, you try and keep it, if you try and stay safe and you try and stay away and keep it nice and easy for yourself and not put yourself under pressure, because people say that in this world now. Oh, don't put yourself under pressure. You know, you know, lots of people say to to me, and I'm sure they do too. Calm down, Tommy. You need to slow down. You know, all this kind of stuff. Now, although some of that is true, um, I think for the majority, that's because they're trying to um, put themselves onto you, if you like. Okay, and I think that you know, when you're challenged, you grow that much more, and you definitely you're right. The, the older you get, I mean, I'm 41 now. And, you know, if you take me back to when I was in my 20s, for instance, I was very reactive. I didn't handle pressure. I was like a pressure cooker, you know, like this all the time. But as you grow older, you grow wiser and you grow wiser from the challenges that you've taken on. And the more you have, the you get wiser earlier. That's what I really believe. So that's my take on it. It's interesting that because I, I've never had that. I've never been... In a, prob in a position of problem when it comes to that, I've always, as you can imagine, been what people would call an old head on young shoulders. Yeah. yeah. Since I was like 13, like I had, I've had that label. Yeah. Um, I'm 30 now, and I'm very aware that some of the shit I come out with is like, is probably on par with what an 80 year old. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. 30 years would say. Yeah. Um, but, but my point is like. I guess wherever the person's at that's listening to this or wherever you're at listening to this now, doesn't matter what you've got. doesn't matter what, what you feel like you need. It only matters that you're moving forwards. And martial arts teaches you that too, I think, because I can Massively. remember times when I was sort of stuck on the belt. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm stuck on the belt. Yeah. I can't get the pattern or I can't yeah. break the board or I yeah. can't do the thing. And like it, it, one powerful thing that it taught me, Gordon, is like, there's, there's no, I know there's a common knowledge to there's no such thing as can't, but if you can't do something, it just means that you haven't learned how to yet. Yeah, oh man, <laughs> man, you're, talking, you're preaching to the converted here. I, I, I mean, it's so simple, but it's like you can yeah. say in any, in any context, oh, I can't dance. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. Just haven't learned how to yet. I love, I love, I, oh, we're so on the same. This is what I teach my kids. You come into my dojo, the word can't is, you know, it's, it's you know, it's swearing. You know, that's a, that's a, hold on a minute. No, you, and, and that's exactly what I say. No, what is it, guys? And we say to the kid, the kids say, no, sir, I haven't learned it yet. You know, absolutely. 
You know, it's what I teach. How mad's that? That's how connected we are. It's amazing. I love it. Absolutely. Yeah, it, you know, it's cool and, and it's and it's great. I mean, it's obvious that we've had that connection since we first met each other in, in um, yep. like over a year ago. So, like, okay, let's perhaps finish this with um, like, what's next? What's what's the next thing for you to look forward to now? Well, um, what's the next thing? I mean, that's that's a great question. I think I just want to I want to reach as many people as I can um, through martial art through what I teach within within the martial arts business. I, you know, I really believe that martial arts helps so many people in their lives and people like yourself, Tommy, have been there. It's amazing the scene. It helps people on so many different levels and it can happen. I believe that martial arts is, you know, without doubt, the one activity that can solve so many pains because it, it's, you know, it can help with people who are uh, depressed. It can help people who are obese. It can help people who lack discipline, focus, uh, confidence. It just helps with so many things. But while there are so many mar great martial artists out there, I really believe that many of them, um, you know, they're white bouts in the business side and, and, and the world is changing and the world is changing at such a fast rate. And I want to I want to keep the martial arts alive in this country and around the world because I do believe what will happen is if, if they don't learn how to build a proper school and how then to attract people to them, the quality martial artists will die in this country. And that will be a shame because you have these two elements of martial, real martial arts and then you have the element of the business side. And, and, and that's fine, but I want to help the guys who are really, you know, real good martial artists that can help continue um, the real, like you had, Tommy, you've had a good old school instructor, someone who could really teach you clearly, yeah, the true Buddha way, you know, and I think there's so many, I just see it, so, oh, thousands, if not tens of thousands, that just don't understand um, what it takes to be good in business, and they fight, they, you know, we lose them, we lose them to this amazing industry, and I think that would be a tragedy, so it's my mission to help as many martial artists as I can realize um, how to market the business, how to build a martial arts business with integrity to help to help people, humanity with the power of martial arts that can transform like it did my life. You know, I'm so thankful that I found martial arts and I know and I'm sure you are as well, Tommy. It's just a it's just a magical experience that you can't you can't put a you can't you can't really define what it is. It just gives you something very spiritual. And I feel that if I can have a small uh, impact on the industry in that way, um, and I'm serving people, I'm, I'm, I'll be, you know, really, really grateful. And I, I just want to, you know, I just want to continue to help and nourish and, and 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 spread the word across across the world. That's my my main. You are, and it's been a pleasure to see it evolve. You know, from from watching what you're doing in the last year or so, and just how how I love the angle that you approach it all with you know um this integral place which integrity is a huge part of martial arts as well obviously so um, let's finish with like i want to just explore one thing that we haven't gone into detail yet um with which is entrepreneurs in general um putting too much pressure on themselves yeah. when do we when when do we have to listen because you said earlier about, you know, people will say, don't do that, yeah. you're doing too much, slow down. Yeah. But you and I both know that we've both painted ourselves into a corner a couple of times, yep. but we've actually had to. Yep. Um, from experience, what, what's your sign? Like, how do you know when it's time? For anyone that was listening and thinking, maybe that's me, maybe I need to just, you know, chill out a little bit. What's your biggest piece of advice you could give? Because I know I've got one as well. Yeah, so, so when, when, when it's time to, to listen... I think I think I listen to my body 
a lot, you know, and I know um, I, I do listen to my body. And I think, you know, we sometimes I go around in patterns or in patterns. And I know that I'm, when I'm going around in a pattern, it's time to like, hold on a minute. You need to step off a little bit. I think balance is important, you know, getting the right balance. And I think one of the things I've learned um, for people who ever, the guys who are listening here is, you know, if you're doing something that you truly love and you enjoy, um, life's easier. <laughs> you know, when you're trying to do the things that you feel you must do because someone else has said or you feel you need to to get to that next level, I think that can be a problem. And I think many people burn out then. Um, I know on my journey, um, I, I I absolutely try every day to do what I want to in the way that I want to. Um, I try and outsource everything else that I don't like doing. And I feel that that definitely serves me and helps me. Um, but sometimes you do overstep the mark and you do do too much and you think, hold on a minute. So I think you've got to listen to your body. I think you've got to listen to the people around you sometimes. Um, and I think the closest to you sometimes have the have the answers that we don't want to listen to, you know. Yeah. And I think sometimes we've just got to go, OK, hold on a minute. You know, if if you hear it repeated enough times, it's time to say, hold on. Maybe there's some truth in this. Maybe I need to have a little listen to my wife who's who knows me better than myself sometimes, you know, because they see things that you don't. So, yeah, that's what I would say. I think I think personally, I think if you're doing what you love every day and um, you'll stay fo you'll stay um, elated you'll stay alive you'll stay you know you won't you won't your you, energy won't be sapped as much but sometimes even then you need to listen to the people around you so mainly mainly um your spouse the people who know you and love you the most that, that's kind of my take how about yeah, you Tommy? i love it i think like i could i could answer similarly i'll go a different place with it because i think what i had as much value as possible so I think sure? one thing springs to mind is just to keep it keep it focused on what's really important in terms of what you're doing and not what you're not doing because I think it's really really easy especially like you said earlier about like comparison and stuff seven point essentially I think it's 7.4 billion people in the world we usually only compare ourselves to people that are in the same space as us yeah. and that's like a very small section of people that is pretty much irrelevant because they're not really a market anyway they're just people doing a similar thing yeah. and I think sometimes it could be like a dog you know chasing cars with a dog in a car yeah. looking out the window and chasing the car <laughs> as they go past not realizing that the dog's actually in a car anyway yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. you know what i mean like focus on the one thing one thing that's really hit home with me is the i mean you're in the same space you've got a, a business you've got the martial arts school as well as the helping coaching yeah. other martial arts business owners and one thing that's really hit home with me lately is just to look at the real um like not to discard or um put down uh, or discredit that business too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that that, that yeah. brick and mortar business that fucking busted my ass to get um, <laughs> and always wanted since yeah. the age of six, seven, 17, 18. Yeah. And not to just be like, oh, yeah, yeah, and I've got a gym. Um, I, 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 that I, I, is, you know, when you think about things that you you know this, uh, people want a successful martial arts school. Yeah. People want to own their own gym. We've yeah. got these things, and I think it's important for us to stay there. Yeah, and stay grateful for those businesses uh, uh, too. Tommy, it's amazing that you're saying that because only recently I've re-found the roots of my martial arts again because I go in cycle because when you've been teaching as much as I have here, 30 class a week for God knows how many years, decades, you know, yeah. probably 20 years, a lot of teaching, you can burn out and you lose your, you can lose your passion. But I know I hadn't lost my passion as in like, I was just burnt out. I was lost. And you go off and, and you're so right, I believe it's so, it's, mad 
is that, you know, I went off and started doing my business coaching. And that was for a release, to be honest with you, from the, you know, from the repetition of doing the same thing. But I always love helping people and nurturing. Actually, I refound my my true core. I love sparring. I love sparring is what I love doing, you know, because it was my fear and my, now it's my love, you know. And I love, so I've rekindled my love for that, which has allowed me to refocus my, my teaching, refocus on my gym. It's so funny. And I'm in that, I'm right in that space now where I'm absolutely looking at the core of my business even more um, and taking on a new unit where I want to give, I want to make it the best martial arts center in the UK, you know, and, and that's a big ask. There's some great martial arts centers, but you know, I really, and it's funny you say that because again, it's like you go around, you go and do all these things, but don't, don't forget your core. Don't forget your roots. As same as martial arts, don't forget the roots that helped you grow. Absolutely. You know, and I, and I'm so with you on that. I think it's such a, and 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 it's it's poignant to end in this. You know, the roots yeah. are what made you grow. You know, and never forget that. Never forget the people who are around you. Never forget the people who keep in, who inspired you to become. Always be thankful. Always be grateful. You know, always reach out to. Them. I reached out to one of my coaches who coached me. Not in martial arts in business. He was the coach I met when I transformed my life. I've lost my house. I'd lost my house. I've lost everything. I was in dire straits, living on twenty five pound a week for food that was it and we had to go to a rented accommodation i'd lost the house that i'd i'd purchased me and my wife and we were in a real bad situation and i had to do something different i re reached out to someone and I, I jumped on his coaching program you know and and um I, you know it, you know in two and a half months it transformed my whole business and tripled what we were doing it was unbelievable and i reached out to him recently and you, you'll love this tommy i'm sure and i reached out to him because i hadn't spoke to him for a while he's in my book and i just phoned him up to say thank you I phoned him up just to say, I just want to say thank you, Chris. Like, you've just been amazing. I want to take you out for, for a meal. Um, when can we meet up? And he's like, okay, thank you. Um, and, and, you know, I said, I just want to say you've just been unbelievable. I won't be where I am without you. I want to say thank you. Anyway, he phoned me a couple of weeks later and he said, he phoned just out of the blue and he said, hi, Matt, I've just got to say to you, I just want to just give you a little update. He goes, since you phoned, uh, he wound down his coaching program. He said, when you phoned me and said thank you, Later on that evening, I got two calls about coaching and he's been absolutely swamped with people. And he goes, it's down to what you, how you said thank you to me. Because I come off the phone and I said, actually, wow, someone actually said thank you and someone actually believed in what I did. And that set off a trigger uh, into people then, the connection, you know, the, whatever you want to say it is, yeah, this, this connection that went on. And he says, I am just inundated. And he goes, I just want to say thank you to you for, for reaching out and thanking. And I just kind of you know and that's the importance of that remembering your roots that's beautiful i think um stories like that are amazing and like you should definitely make a noise with that and, and you have done on this episode here obviously because i think sometimes the things that we just do naturally and things like that that are in our nature yeah um we should be okay with with sharing that because the more the more people are grateful for their towards their teachers mm -hmm. the more it gets passed back around and creates this vortex of positivity yeah. I had the same thing at my first event back in February um, at the dinner I had uh, some VIP ticket holders at the dinner and, and I was giving a story about how I started out and it started with a psychology tutor at my college I wasn't really doing much at college at all it wasn't inspired didn't we know what I wanted to do and you know getting to, cutting to the point here he, he, he believed in me yeah. and he said something to me which will stay with me forever and um, I sent I recorded this particular speech that I gave at this dinner and I sent it to him on Facebook and I tried to add him as a friend and he declined my friend request twice. Wow. And the message was sat there. He didn't look at it. It wasn't read or anything. He declined two friend requests from me. 
I tried messaging him to say, look, oh, I really want to touch base with you, I really want to see this video, nothing. And then literally two two weeks ago when I was having a bit of a dip, you know, in terms of my motivation, that's why I had to take a bit of time out, um, I get this thing come up on the phone saying that he's he's accepted my my request, right? And I see he's he's read the message and he's watched the video six months after I sent it, and wow. it's just like blown away by it, and and it's and he's like said it's made his day and all this. Oh and wow! It's just nice, everyone. Yeah. Do these things. Yes. Fresh gratitude. Don't take it for granted. I think it's important to to give back and stuff and both ways. And hey, um, Gordon, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed chatting to you. I'm excited about the future. What what's going to happen for both of us? Hopefully, yeah, absolutely. Um, more and more abundance of of uh, helping people from a place of love which is so important um, and uh, thrilled at the uh, synchronicity that we've expressed together today awesome uh, amazing you're an amazing man Tommy you know you're like the world and I want to say you know I'm, I'm, I'm watching your journey and I'm just absolutely loving what you're doing at 30 years of age I know that age is nothing but at 30 you are ahead of the game by a mile you really are and I'm just loving seeing the the, the comments that you get and the people that how, I mean, it's not just a comment. There's a depth of love and appreciation for what you do. And um, you're making a massive impact on this world. And it's a pleasure and a privilege to know you. It really, really is. So um, just keep up, keep up, keep up the good work. And anyone who's watching, listening to my podcast, for instance, you absolutely need to be going to see Tommy G in action live. You need to be listening to his podcast. You mean listen to it. He is a wealth of wisdom and uh, he's just such an amazing person. So that's why I share that. And likewise yourself, we'll put the, put the details in the description underneath. Yeah, awesome. As always, mate. Yeah. So much fun. Love speaking to you. Take care, bro. Man, Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Martial Arts Business Podcast. You can follow Gordon personally on Facebook at Black Belt in Business. Also, join our free Facebook group, Martial Arts Business Mastery Community, for some great advice, tips, and support on building your martial arts empire. Keep learning, developing, and growing, and you will become a Black Belt in Business.